This program is made possible by the giving of the God Called Partners of Renner Ministries. Stay tuned for a teaching you can trust, a message that will inspire, strengthen, and equip you with vital insights and understanding from the Word of God. Here is Rick. Welcome to today's program. My name is Rick Renner. Today we're going to return to the service we recently did at the Eagle Mountain International Church. And I want you to stay with me all the way to the end. But hey, if you're not a partner, would you please pray about becoming a partner with our ministry? The Bible tells us in Proverbs 10, 21, that the lips of the righteous feed many. That's our job. But we can only do our job if we have partners, because financially they put the fuel in the tank so we can take the teaching of the Bible to the ends of the earth. And if you're not a partner, I'm asking you, please go online or give us a call and become a partner with our ministry today. And the moment you do, we're going to send you my book, which is called Life in the Combat Zone, which is dedicated to our partners. And we're also going to send you Denise's book, which is called The Gift of of forgiveness. And right now we're also offering you my 15 part series, which is called how to keep your head on straight in a world gone crazy. And we really are living in a world that seems to have morally lost its mind. I, you're going to really hear that in the program today, but this comes with a wonderful study guide. You know why we do these study guides? Because it's a scientific fact that if you read while you see or while you listen, you really get the teaching down deep inside you. And we want you to really get this teaching down deep inside. And we're also offering you my book by the same title, How to Keep Your Head on Straight in a World Gone Crazy, Developing Discernment for These Last Days. This is such an amazing book, and you will be so glad that you finally have a copy of it in your home for your family. But today we're going to return to our service at Eagle Mountain International Church. But first, Denise is going to sing. But before Denise sings, I want you to watch this. In many cases, Christmas has become the battleground in the ongoing culture war. Christmas has become happy holidays. And even the word Christmas has been canceled. In Rick Renner's timeless new book, Christmas, The Rest of the Story, Rick reminds us of the true reason for the season, the birth of Jesus. Through its detailed watercolor illustration, Christmas, The Rest of the Story invites you to explore the Christmas story as you interact with the story across nearly 300 decorated pages. With Rick's scholarly insight on the familiar story, you'll get a fresh, deep, and new understanding of the nativity story and the powerful message of the Gospels. The Christmas story is the most important story ever told. It is just miraculous. And with this wonderful, fully illustrated book, you will learn so much and you'll want to share it with others. When you call or go online right now to pre-order this book for just $35, you will receive the eternal story of Christmas, now beautifully told in this timeless keepsake. Bound in a landmark large format book, you can emphasize the true meaning of Christmas to your friends and family. This sweeping portrait of the Christmas story takes readers on an illuminating journey into that first holy night and ultimately the redemption story of God's love. Great as a gift or enhancing your own traditions, pre-order the book today, Christmas, the rest of the story for just $35. Call now or go to renner.org to order. Don't miss this special Christmas offer. Get your copy today.
I'd rather have Jesus than silver or gold. I'd rather have Jesus than have riches untold. I'd rather have Jesus So what does the word reprobate mean? The word reprobate, the Greek word adikimos, the word dokimos describes something that is wonderful, something that is fit, something that is marvelous. But if you put an A on the front, it's adokimos, the word 
reprobate describes a person who was created with a wonderful mind. God gave them a brilliant gift, but because their mind has been inundated with wrong information again and again and again and again and again. That mind which was brilliantly made now becomes ill-affected or you could call reprobate really a mental modified condition so you really don't believe what you used to believe. Your mind has been modified to think something different. This is why we're told in Isaiah chapter 5, verse 20, at the end of the age, men will call darkness light. And they will call light darkness. How could that be? Because they've been so mentally modified that they no longer know what is light and what is darkness. They call good bad and bad good. This is the process of mental modification, which the Bible translates as the word reprobate. And unfortunately, we're living in a day, and this is why you need to really pay attention to what Pastor George preached last Sunday. When those who think they are the upper cut of society, those who assert that they are the leaders of a new kind of progressive thinking are targeting our children as young as the age three to make them question what kind of of gender they were born with, trying to modify their thinking and modify their thinking and modify their thinking. And today, if you send a child to college, and I'm not against education, I think it's clear by my teaching that I believe in education, but today the universities and the colleges are filled with teachers and policies that are trying to manipulate and change the way that our people think. It's the age of reprobate. It's the age of reprobate until now. People are living in such a state of denial about reality. We're living in such an age of rebellion and lawlessness that now we have reached the time when people are rebelling against their gender. They're rebelling against their gender. But the Apostle Paul said all of this would also occur at the end of the age. So Jesus said, watch, pay attention, beware, planeo. A moral wandering will infiltrate the entire planet at the end of the age. First Timothy chapter 4, verse 1, the Holy Spirit says explicitly, categorically, beyond a shadow of a doubt, this is going to happen. Some are going to begin to wander from a well-worn path into a path that is dangerous. And in fact, that word planeo could also be used to describe a person that's walking right on the edge of a dangerous cliff. He's tottering on the edge of danger. And that word planeo, translated as the word deception, was used by farmers to describe an animal that got so far off track it could never find its way back home. And that's the word the Holy Spirit uses to describe society at the end of the age. But wait, there's more. <laughs> Don't worry, I'm going to encourage you in just a minute. <laughs> Go to 2 Thessalonians chapter 2. 2 Thessalonians chapter 2. And in 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 3, Paul writes, Let no man, there it is again, what is it? Deceive you. When you come to 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 3, verse 3 is a summation. 
It's a summation of everything that's going to happen at the end of the age. Then when you get to verse 6, he begins to describe what is stopping the advancement of evil. Look, if you would, at verse 3. Let no man deceive you. For that day, what day? That day shall not come except there come a falling away first. The word falling away, the Greek word apostasy, it's where you get the word apostasy, but it is the very word used all over the Septuagint to describe a mutinous attitude. And here, the Apostle Paul is prophesying at the end of the age, there will be a mutinous attitude against God and against the word of God and against the law of God. He said, this will come at the end of the age, and then at the end of that period, the man of sin will be revealed. Well, if you're reading the King James Version, it says man of sin. If you're reading the Greek text, it's the word anomia. The word nomos is the Greek word for law. If you put the word a on the front, it's anomia. It's the one that has cast off all shackles. He has cast off all moral restraints. He has cast off the law of God. We're not going that way anymore. And here we find at the end of the age, when the world develops a mutinous attitude, the world itself will produce a man of their own making. And this will be the Antichrist. And the verse goes on to say, he will be revealed in his time. But look at verse 6. And now you know what withholds. The word withhold, the Greek word kateko, a better translation would be, now you know what is stalling all of this. Now you know what is putting on the brakes that he might be revealed in his time. For the mystery of iniquity, a better translation would be the mystery of Lawlessness is already working. Only he who now restrains, he who lets, he's putting on the brakes. That one will continue to put on the brakes until, until what? He be taken out of the way. And the Greek text says, until he suddenly, instantaneously is removed from the midst of everything. And then that wicked one shall be revealed. So according to verse 6 and verse 7 and verse 8, there's some force in the earth today that is stopping the advancement of evil. What is that force? It's us. That's us. What would happen in the world today if suddenly all of us were evacuated? There would be nothing more to stall, to postpone, to put on the brakes. If we were suddenly removed from the midst of everything, this verse says, then in that precise moment, the wicked one would be revealed, which means the moment the church is evacuated, the curtains are going to part and a man is going to be standing on the screen stage that the world has been waiting for, the man of lawlessness, the Antichrist. But as long as we're here, we have the power to hold things back. Now, I don't know that we as the church always do everything that we ought to do and that we do always do things right. But even when we do things wrong, the fact is God is in the church. And as long as the church is in the world, even if we're clay vessels and we don't do everything right, we have within us everything we need to hold back the iniquity and the evil that is waiting to come center stage. And it cannot be revealed 
until the church has been removed. Now, if you would, go to 2 Timothy chapter 3. 2 Timothy chapter 3. And in 2 Timothy chapter 3, Paul writes, This know also. Here we go again. And here the word this is very emphatic. The Greek word tauto, this. Emphatically, this know. The word know, the Greek word genoskete, you've got to know this. It's like he's grabbing us to get our attention. And please remember that God is never in the business of scaring people, but he's always in the business of preparing people. All of these verses are written for our preparation. He says, this know also, you have to understand this, that. The word that, the Greek word hodi, it's what I call a pointer word. It's pointing to a conclusion that is very important, that in the last days, and the word last is the Greek word eschatos. It's where you get the term eschatology, which is the study of end times. But eschatos was a very specific word which always described the very, very, very end of a thing. For example, this word last, the word eschatos, would describe the last day of the week, just the last day. It could describe the last day of the month, just the last day. It could describe the last month of the year. It always describes what is at the very, very end. And therefore, it was used at the time of the New Testament to describe the very, very ends of the earth. And it was also used in a navigational sense to describe a ship that has sailed to the last port. There's not another port after this one. If you've come to this port, you've come to the end of the journey. So Paul is literally saying, know this. When time has sailed to the last port, when there's no more time left for the journey, when you've come to the very, very end of days, perilous times shall come. The word perilous is the Greek word kalopos, a word that is only used two times in the New Testament. It's used here. Hold your finger here and turn to Matthew chapter 8. And when you come to Matthew chapter 8, you find the only other use of this word in the New Testament. So it's important that you see that so you know what this word perilous really means. And when you come to Matthew chapter 8, verse 28, the Bible says, And when Jesus was come to the other side of the country... There met him two possessed with devils coming out of the tombs. And what's the next two words? Exceeding fierce. Everybody say exceeding fierce. That's the word kalopos. It describes something so dangerous that it should be avoided at all costs. Something so treacherous, if you get near it, there's a possibility of great personal injury. And in fact, these men were so exceedingly fierce that no man might pass by that way. Well, pastors George and Terry were just in Israel. They can tell you, others who have been to Israel can tell you, that around the Sea of Galilee, there was a highway. It went all the way around the Sea of Galilee. And if you were in the north of Galilee and you wanted to go to the south, but you were traveling on the east side, you had to pass by this area where these two demon-possessed men were, whom the Bible says were exceedingly fierce. They posed a risk. They posed a threat. 
it was a high-risk event to be near these two men. And in fact, when people would try to pass on that road to the south of Galilee, these demon-possessed men would come charging out of the tombs and charging out of the cliffs, and they were so hazardous that people were afraid to take that route. And so it formed an impasse. Everybody say impasse. It formed an impasse, and the people said, we're blocked. We don't know how to get around this. That's the word perilous. So now when you take that back to 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 2, the Holy Spirit says this, know also, emphatically know this. You have to understand this. That when time has sailed to its last port and not much time is left for the journey, society as a whole will feel it has entered a period of danger and damage and impasse and people will not know how to get around what they're facing in society. And then the Holy Spirit explicitly adds, shall come. Shall come in Greek is in histomy. The word in means to be in the middle of something. The word histomy describes something that's standing all around you. So the words shall come really describe a person in the middle of something, and it doesn't matter where they turn, they are surrounded or they're encumbered by it everywhere they look. And here the Holy Spirit is describing at the very end of society, people will feel they've hit a society in impasse in the world and everywhere they turn, it's crazy here, it's crazy there, it's crazy here. Have you ever seen anything like this? Everywhere we look, it's like we're living in the age of crazy. And the Holy Spirit says, when you feel those things, welcome to the end of the age. The world is changing. In fact, it's more than changed. It's gone crazy. We are living in a world where faith is questioned and sin is welcome where people seem to have lost their minds about what is right and wrong. It seems truth has been turned upside down. In Rick Renner's book, How to Keep Your Head on Straight in a World Gone Crazy, Rick reveals the disastrous consequences of a society in spiritual and moral collapse. In this book, you'll discover what Christians need to be doing to stay out of the chaos and anchor to truth. You'll learn how to stay sensitive to the Holy Spirit, discern right and wrong teaching, how to be grounded in prayer, and how to be spiritually prepared for living in victory in these last days. Leading ministers from around the world are calling this book essential for every believer. And right now, it's available for just $20. You can also order the 15-part teaching series when you call or go online right now. Rick takes you deep into New Testament prophecies about the end of the age and what you need to do to sail successfully through turbulent end-time waters. Available in digital or physical formats starting at just $24. Get the book, How to Keep Your Head on Straight in a World Gone Crazy, for just $20. And don't miss this powerful teaching series. Call the number on your screen now or go to renner.org to order. Call or go online now. Hey friends, this is Rick Renner and today I am standing in the foyer of Rick Renner Ministries in Tulsa, Oklahoma and I just wish I could pick you up and bring you here to see all the wonderful ministry that is happening in this facility where we receive thousands and thousands of phone calls from people just like you who reach out to us for prayer and for teaching they can trust. Proverbs 10:21 says, the lips of the righteous feed many, 
and we know that's our job. Our job is to feed many. And I want to say thank you to you for everything you've helped us do with your giving. You helped us construct our studio, purchase this building, and now in phase three of our ministry expansion program, we're wanting to pay this facility off so we can liberate all that money to take the teaching of the Bible around the world on additional channels and venues. And by being a part of our giving team, you can really help us make this happen. If you're not already a part of our giving team, please pray about joining us. And together we can join hands and through teaching of the Bible and by ministering to people that reach out to us and by sending teaching products around the world, we can really change people's lives. And it's amazing to me that today it's never been easier to make an impact in somebody else's life right from where you are. Think about that. You don't even have to get out of your chair. Just go online or make a phone call and bam, by becoming a part of the giving team, you can do something that reaches beyond your world into somebody else's life to really make a difference. That is powerful. And according to the Great Commission in Matthew chapter 28, Jesus promises that if we'll go, or if we'll do what we can do to help others go with the Word of God, His power will show up in our lives. So thank you for praying about being a part of our giving team. And the moment you join, I want you to really expect the power of God to show up in your life. Tomorrow, we're going to see what is the answer for you and me, that we can be victorious in these last days. But isn't it interesting that Jesus in Matthew 24, the Apostle Paul in 1 Timothy chapter 4 and 2 Timothy chapter 3, in all of these key scriptures about the rapture of the church and the coming of the Lord, it says that just before that event preceding it will be worldwide deception. Well, if we're living in the end of the age, and I believe we are, it means we're going to witness worldwide deception, craziness in the world. And that's why I want you to order my series, which is called How to Keep Your Head on Straight in a World Gone Crazy. Just because it seems everybody else has lost their mind, you don't have to. You can keep your head in place, and the Word of God will help you know how to keep your head on straight, even if it seems like you're living in a world that has gone crazy. And that's why I want you to have this series. And it comes with this wonderful study guide. Look at the size of that study guide. I put a lot of work into this because I want you to read it while you're seeing or hearing the series. And we're offering you my book by the same title, How to Keep Your Head on Straight in a World Gone Crazy. This is a book that you need to have in your home. You will refer to it again and again and again. And please remember that if you need prayer, we're waiting for the phone to ring right now or for your email to show up in our inbox, and we're going to release our faith for Jesus to move in your life. In fact, Jesus, I ask you right now to move by your Spirit, to touch my friend right exactly where they are and meet their need. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, tomorrow we're going to wrap up this teaching at International at Eagle Mountain International Church. Please join us. But until then, remember Ecclesiastes 8.4, which says, where the word of a king is, there's power. Renner Ministries is proclaiming the gospel of Jesus Christ through every available media to the uttermost parts of the earth. 
Discover the many ways you can help us make a difference in lives around the world with the Word of God. We invite you to partner with us in teaching, strengthening, and rescuing lives for the glory of God. Together, we can make a difference that will last throughout eternity. This program was made possible by the giving of the God-called partners of Renner Ministries. 